Good evening, everyone. It's midnight again, and welcome to the Film Club. My name is James, and as always, I'm here with my wonderful friend, Dave. What's going on, bro? What's up? What's up? I was going to say, it's been a while, but I feel like <laughs> after editing that podcast for three hours to fix audio it's like you've never left the infamous ghost dog episode yes yeah with with our friend dan hey dan if you're listening yeah i really appreciate that man it was sounded like a an ordeal (laughs) a little bit you know like at first when i got it i was like oh god what the fuck am i gonna do with this because it's awful but um yeah it, it it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's just time-consuming. Yeah, yeah. Same as the movie. <laughs> yeah, kind um, of. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to mention to everyone, we had the big earthquake uh, two days ago. and uh, Yeah, yeah. I suppose, like, I should probably mention that. I yeah, guess. it made, made the national news. Like, as soon as it happened, I was getting calls from back home and stuff. But everything's okay where we are. But shit was mm. scary, wasn't it? It was fucking... It was mental, uh, you know, what, for me, for me, uh, for me, I feel like the other one was scarier. The one last, uh, the, when was the last like, really big one, October. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Because at least in that one, like shit fell off my shit fell off my shelves, and I had broken glass all over my floor, and pots and pans were fucking everywhere, and it was just not a good time. This one was like. Yeah, you know, it's strong, but, like, nothing fell over, so I have how bad s- was it really? I have to say, um, mm-hmm. that last one that you mentioned, the one last October, I was in the car at the time when it happened. Uh, so I wasn't in the house, but, like, this time I was in the house. Shit fell over. Um, mm-hmm. But all I remember of the last one in October, like, the really, really big one, was the signposts moving in front of me, like, left to right and up and down, and it was just, it was mental. But, um, yeah, it's all happening in the same place. It's just, it's all a bit weird, really. But um, do you have an emergency kind of kit at home? I do. Yeah, good. Um, I do, yeah. A little bit of a tip, um, because obviously power goes out, as ours did. Um, (laughs) The whole block was out of power. Get, um, how do I say, like four or five bottles of just like two liter water. Um, yeah, I have I have them. They're they're under my uh, my sink, like right by the door. Yeah, and of course, Just grab them on the way out. Yeah, we got an electric toilet, the one that kind of greets you as you take a shit. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't working. <laughs> like desperate times, desperate measures. But yeah, that was that was odd. Um, didn't get much sleep after, and yeah, just. That's the thing. I love living in this country. You know, got a good life here mm-hmm. and that. But like, it is one kind of reality we have to face. I, I told my mum because my mum called me and went, "Oh God, like stay home." And I'm like, "Mum, I've got work." You know what I mean? Life goes on here. It's just a reality we have to kind of live. Stay, stay home. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna like, do? <laughs> exactly. The earthquake can't get you when you're home. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, come on, like. What am I supposed to do? You know, I can't can't do yeah. anything except be prepared. And I just said it's like most places in Europe have earthquakes. Like Italy has earthquakes and shit like that, mm-hmm. you know, and fucking New Zealand, Australia, you know, and fucking Mexico. You know, are you going to tell the entire population of Mexico to like stay home? No, it's but in the UK, it's just something that we don't have frequently. I've had right. two in my life. And 
it almost brought the house down because it's brick, right? Brick and mortar, and it's just, you know, what would yeah, happen? I, I, you know? I couldn't imagine like being in a brick house and shit comes down on you. Well, like yeah. that would just be bad. It's like, it's like red. Uh, is it red riding? No, is it red riding? It? Like I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. It's literally that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean yep. in the UK. Um, but like the beauty of living here is, especially after like the Hanshin earthquake and the Tohoku earthquake, is everything's like proofed kind of like the 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 buildings can kind of take it to a certain extent um, yeah and yeah thank god to be honest um but did you see like really quickly did you see abroad in japan's like studio i and, did yeah i saw oh Chris, i saw chris's god. video yeah i feel for him i sent him a message actually you know just like everybody else probably has mm-hmm. um yeah like he was so excited to have that set up and it looked great and everything and then and now it's all fucked. Yeah, but God, honestly, I feel for him. Like, if that were if that were us, if we had our own studio, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. bless his bless his art. I hope he can get it repaired. Anyways, um, do get it fixed. Yeah, I hope, and I hope we can get him on this at some point. You know, when everything's okay. So this week, obviously, um, we're very busy people, you mm-hmm. included, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, mm, I don't know about that, but sure. <laughs> I mean, you are, like, going through Elden Ring a second time, which classes as work in my eyes, you know. You, you I guess, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we, we kind of um, decided to do a movie that we, we, we've both seen in the past, but we watched recently again. Um, I've, I saw it, like, a long time ago. Oh, 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 you're talking about Ready Player One. I mentioned you saw it kind of a year or whatever yeah, recently. Yeah, that was like five years ago or whenever the fuck it came out. Yeah, but this one's a, a, a classic uh, movie. It's actually a fa- a favorite movie of one of my best friends. You know, Finn, of course, you know Finn. Mm. Um, it's his favorite movie. Um, and it's a well-loved movie in my family. Like, my mum introduced this movie to me and uh, it's just... I've probably seen this movie... I'm not even joking, man, like 20 times in my life, because it, it's something that my mum used to watch on VHS when we were kids, right. and uh, I have the DVD, I've got the Blu-ray, and uh, couldn't watch it on Netflix. I wanted to re-watch it, but it's not on Japanese Netflix anymore, but... Um, nope, I, I, I know I looked for it there, and I didn't find it, and I'm like, fuck, and I'd... then I looked on Amazon Prime, and it wasn't there either, and I was like, fuck. It wasn't, it wasn't on Amazon either, right? Nope. Um... Yeah, I think they removed it off Netflix at the end of February. They took it off because I remember seeing it recently and going, "Oh, yeah. I'm gonna watch that again with uh, with my partner and that." But like, I've got the Blu-ray, so I just I did that. So there you go. How did you watch it? Did you just yo ho yo ho? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently for me. Okay. Well, I mean, it is 1986 uh, the movie. So, um, would you like to introduce it? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh like just say what the movie is of course yeah and then we'll roll the trailer yeah sure okay yeah, yeah. of course so uh this week's movie is ferris bueller's day off correct yes yes correct okay <laughs> then roll that trailer <laughs> it's getting pretty tough coming up with new illnesses <coughs> it's a little childish but then so is high school Annie, you're not going to school like this. All if you need is. They bought it. 
How could I possibly be expected to handle school on a day like this? Bueller. Cameron Dave. Get dressed and come on over. Bueller. He has been absent nine times. Bueller. My father spent three years restoring this car. Ooh. I guess that's my dad. What are we gonna do? What aren't we going to do? Why should he get to ditch? Something's going on. Or it should be called Ferris Bueller's Day On. Because it should be called Asshole Kid is an Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he is a... F- oh, mate, he, he really is He's an such asshole. such a prick. Yeah, yeah. But then again, I, I, I admire him as well. I really do admire Ferris Bueller. Um, because you got to put yourself in his shoes, right? You know, he's, he's, okay. got the, he's got the house, he's got the family, he's got the, the, the tape recorder, he's got, he's got the PC and everything. Like, he can really exploit you know, it for something so simple to have a day off, you know what I mean? And, you know, I wish I was that inventive. <laughs> I mean, back in the day. None of the shit he does he would ever get away with in real life. In no reality does any of the shit he do he would get away with. Like, zero percent. For example, what the tape recorder and, like, when he's hiding... like the, the Literally everything. The, yeah. the example is the entire fucking movie. <laughs> Alright, okay, let's get into this. So, um, Ferris Bueller's Day on... Um, what's your first impressions of this movie, my friend? Um... You you've seen it's it before? Been a, so. Yeah, it's been. I think I saw it uh, probably in my teens. Actually, it's probably when I saw it. I had a I had a period probably at the end of high school, start of university. Where I'm like, my family was never really much of like a movie going family or like mm, watching mm. movies type of thing. So I kind of had to seek that stuff out by myself. Yeah. So yeah. there's a period of time in my life where I watched a lot of movies kind of just by myself. I'm like, okay, this is like a famous movie. This is popular. Like, this is the time where I'm like, I'm watching Robocop. I'm watching Terminator. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm watching like The Departed, you know, like pretty big, you know, um, not mm. famous movies, but like, mm. you know, like mm. cult classics, like movies that have been around for a while and are like well-regarded, c- critical acclaim, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you say that you enjoyed it when you watched it originally, like, can you remember your experience with it? Um, now kind of thing. I distinctly remember, because remembering watching it going into it this time, I distinctly remember not liking it as a movie. Ah, okay. okay. But I couldn't, I couldn't pin, I couldn't tell you why. I just had like, when I, when I turned it on, I just had like this negative feeling. I'm like, I didn't like this movie, but I couldn't tell you why. Uh, I just, I don't know. How do I? Say yeah, it? It, it's it's like a, a negative feeling. I don't yeah. know. It's it's very weird to to describe it that way. If but you, yes, if you were in the mood at the time, I mean, a lot of things. Play Maybe yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I saw this, I was like six, and mm. it inspired me in so many different ways to kind of skip school because 
like, of course, like you said, there's no way, there's no way in hell he'd get away with it in real life. But like, no. there are some things in this movie that I did use to skip school and it worked. Because I remember specifically in seventh grade, there was a guy that wanted to stab me in my fucking year. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, he's now in Classic. prison. He's now in mm. prison um, for mugging an elderly person. And it was like his 13th repeat offense or something. Classic. Yeah, he's in there for a long time. But I remember being so shit scared to go to school. Um. I just remember a scene in Ferris Bueller where it's like, oh, you fake a stomach cramp and you lick your, you lick your palms. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, and it's, you know, it might seem childish, but then again, so school. And I remember just thinking, fuck. <laughs> so one morning mm-hmm. I just went up to my mum and like, she's like, oh, your palms are sweet. <laughs> Sorry, mum's mm-hmm, spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Like, your palms are sweaty. <laughs> and you've got, you oh my God, you got a fever. And it's like, mum, my stomach. And it's like, right, you're definitely not going into school today. Like, and I just remember like watching Ferris Bueller on the <laughs> on my day off, which was irate. Right. But yeah, man, it was, I don't know, for me, having those kind of experiences in like junior high school, like being bullied and stuff, this movie was a complete salvation at the time. Hmm. Watching it as an adult, it's like, ah, oh, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well that's i think that yeah. that is exactly kind of my my feeling as well or like where i was when i watched this movie because i was i was probably out of i think i was out of high school and yeah. like this is supposed to take place in Nine, i eight, guess last six. last last year of high school for him uh, right yeah yeah in the so, 80s <laughs> in the 80s yeah but like so for me i'm just like Man, this guy's a fucking prick because, like, he he reminded me of people I knew in high school <laughs> that I was like, oh, this is exactly like this guy, and this guy's a fucking prick. Yeah, yeah. And, like, before I came to Japan, I was a teacher. Like, I had my own form, I had my own homeroom and that. And, like, some of the kids, like, when they skip school just to, like, just to fuck about, smoke weed or just mm-hmm. drink or whatever, part of me is like, yeah, I, I did some of that when I was a kid and I get like that you don't want to go to math class or whatever and you you're in the final year of school and you don't give a fuck I understand but like as a teacher you're just like god fucking behave yourself man like so like I found myself for the first time ever sympathizing with the teachers in this movie in a weird way Mm. like it's weird like this is a film that trans like transcends because in my childhood Ferris Bueller was like a hero but then now I'm like a you know, like about teaching experience and all this kind of stuff. I kind of look at him and I think, God, if you were my fucking kid, like in in my homeroom, I would right. fucking the whole force of the fucking law would be like on top of you, man. Like fuck you, you know, for exploiting mm. and like faking the fact that your fucking girlfriend's dad's died or whatever. Like fuck you, you it's, sick it's motherfucker. A grandma, but yeah, yeah, oh grandma, yeah, but it's. It... It's sick, you know what I mean? Like right. that—that's what I love about this movie, man. It's just like it, it's a movie that has grown with me in, in a weird sense, like with my own experience. But um, okay, yeah. yeah. So let's uh, let's just go um to let's talk about like the 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 movie itself, like the informate the plot, the information, who's the director, actors, whatever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was released in 1986, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. 103 minutes running time, <laughs> which I have to point out because when I said, like, uh, you watched it just before uh, yeah. the cast tonight, like, you finished it. 
Mm. And I said, oh, are you ready to go? And it's like, ah, oh, I f- didn't realize how long it was. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's... For me, it overstays its welcome, I think, a really? little bit. Really? Yeah, really? yeah. Oh. I mean, there are some scenes in it that do go on for a while, which we'll mention. But mm-hmm. um, I think I think it's solid um, in my in IMO. And it was made on a five mil budget, made 70 million, and it is an absolute classic. And the director... 70 million, damn. Is John Hughes. John Hughes. Rest in peace, John Hughes. Um, phenomenal director. Um, phenomenal guy as well. Um, and he did so many good movies, bro. Like, mm-hmm. National Lampoon, fucking Weird Science, The Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, all of these Brat Pack kind of movies with Molly Ringwald. Yep. And, he, uh, he definitely had a, a genre, let's say, yeah. a style, a Uncle genre. Buck, yeah. of course, Home Alone. Baby's Day yep. Out, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I mean, oh, 16 Candles as well. I mean, just... He epitomized that kind of era. This is what I want to yeah, kind of... Yeah, the, the 80s, 90s era. Like, coming-of-age dramas with, like... I don't know. There's, there's, like, a kind of magic to his movies, like, which is mm. almost... There's magic realism, you know what I mean? And uh, juxtaposed with teenage kind of angst teenage life and everything yeah, and a, li- a little bit yeah 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 i know what you mean yeah it's just he's one of my favorite directors because i love most of his movies that he's done like especially the breakfast club which um i don't know just spoke to me as a as a teenager because mm-hmm. i mean watching it back now i'd be like oh fucking grow up but like, <laughs> but like <laughs> back then i understand I understand what it means for them to, you know, like the jock was pissed off with his dad because he expected too much. And like, yeah, you know, Molly Ringwald's character's like, um, you know, virginity is like this big thing to you guys, but not to me. Like, I don't give a fuck. And, you know, the outcast is, you know, being bullied because of her parents. Like, it, it's such a good kind of, I don't know, like. It's, it's know. a very feel good movie, right? Yeah. By and, the end. And Home Alone is just, again, like. I don't know. He, th- it's classic. Yeah. Home Alone is a classic. And the music he uses in the movies as well, which we'll mention with Ferris Bueller, like in The Breakfast Club, 16 Candles. Like they, they, I was not born in the 80s, David, but like it made me feel like I was there. Like that's what his movies do for me. Like it just. Right. And I don't want to be in the 80s. Like they had fucking Reagan, you know, Thatcher, fucking. Hair. Cold War, Berlin Wall, fucking, you know. The AIDS pandemic, just everything. Like, it was a horrible fucking decade for, like, everybody, right? But, like, with his movies, it was... Oh, the hair, yeah. Sorry, Sorry, I'll go back to that. I just heard you go hair, but, like, I just skipped over it. Yeah, the hair was fucking tragic as well. Like... Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, But, you know, his movies just seemed to be a kind of shining light, like, during that kind of time. And it went... Mm -hmm. Russia was being well. Russia's being pricks now, of course, as well. But um, yeah. So same old. Some some things never change. <laughs> some things never change. Um, of course, we'll get onto the cast. Um, mm-hmm. there's three primary members of the cast. Yep. Matthew Broderick, who mm-hmm. of course was um, well, he was he was Simba in the Lion King, and uh, he was in the really bad Godzilla movie. Um, that's that's the only <laughs> thing I remember Matthew Broderick from. What Godzilla? Is, 
is yeah the the fucking god awful Godzilla and him looking at the fucking pile of fish and going that's a lot of that's fish that's a lot of fish <laughs> like that's the only thing I fucking remember Matthew that's Goddard that's a from. lot of fish yeah um and then there's Miyasara who plays his uh his girlfriend um mm-hmm. Sloane um who was in Time Cop have you seen Time Cop I've not. That's no. a good movie. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, y- you know what I found that was interesting? Because I looked her up to see like if she was still acting. Yeah. And she stopped acting in 2013. But the interesting thing is that, I didn't know this, she married Sean Connery's son. And Jim Henson's son after as well. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. I bet they use a lot of puppets in the, be- <laughs> the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mia, come over here. Dress, dress. <laughs> I want to play leapfrog. <laughs> if you know what I mean. That's not a bad impression at all, actually. Oh, God. Well, she was in the movie Legend with, like, the devil, so I bet he dressed up as the fucking the giant devil. Sorry, dude. I didn't hear what you said. You said the leapfrog in your throat. <laughs> We should watch Meet the Feebles, actually. (laughs) (laughs) We should. I just can't stop thinking about, like, their foreplay. Just like, (laughs) speak to me in that voice. Just like, hello. You're not the only one with the name of his ass. Anyway, me and Sarah, mm. yeah, she, she, <laughs> she's currently married, of course, <laughs> to the puppet guy. Um, <laughs> to the yeah. puppet guy. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry. How dare you? <laughs> I can't, I can't anymore. The puppet guy. I can't anymore. And then we've got um, Alan Ruck, who plays Cameron, who looks a little bit like the bass player from Nirvana, <laughs> Chris oh. Novoselic. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> a little bit weirdly. Um, I don't know what else he's in, but I've just checked it. He was in Speed. He was in Twister. Um, Twister's... Tw- All I remember from the movie Twister is the cow flying through the fucking air. Like the really bad special effect. Um, yep. And bad, bad Boys. Oh, it's a different Bad Boys. It's the 1983 Bad Boys with right. Sean Penn who I really don't like. But anyways, um, they're our primary, like, I wouldn't say protagonists because they're just high school students, but um, they're the dickheads of this movie, shall we say. So Matthew yep. Broderick is Ferris Bueller. Um, take it away, Dave. Like, could you explain who Ferris is? He's just... Okay, yeah, so... In, in your own words. Ferris is a asshole, charismatic... <laughs> Like, high school student who doesn't want to go to school for some reason today. I don't know. what Whatever reason. He has a test. Which is weird because they never show other people taking the test. So, like, that's kind of like a weird Chekhov's gun. Like, I would have showed people getting the test. But whatever. I didn't make the movie. That is a really good point, actually. There is no test in the movie. Yeah. And hmm. he just wants to hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- there's one thing I do like about this movie that I will get into, like, especially in the opening, when we were introduced to Ferris and he's like 
faking illness and his parents are so fucking gullible like ridiculously gullible like they, they obviously love him and hate the sister right yep which hello my family but mm. <laughs> anyways uh, <laughs> but anyways like he um he breaks the fourth wall a lot during like the first part of the movie he does it yes, throughout yeah. the movie but like as if he's trying to convince you like I'm the dog's bollocks. I'm the fucking best. And like, mm-hmm. this is this is what you do. I'm like a fucking expert on like faking illness. And like, if you want to do it too, like you can just be like me. And you, you, the, the, the point of this is you end up like, well, I, I don't know if you do, but like I ended up liking him through that because you're like, oh, wow, I can relate to him. I can talk to him and all this. And then throughout the movie, it's like everybody lobbies around him because they love him. They think he's popular and all this kind of stuff. And, He's the ultimate manipulator. Right. Ultimate. Not only does he manipulate like his fucking, like I mentioned, gullible parents and that, but like he manipulates the audience and like everyone he meets. He's an absolute sleazeball, man. Like, he's. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, he really is an asshole, to be honest. Like, well, he's such he's such an <laughs> asshole to his friend um, Cameron. Cameron. Cameron, he really is. Such a fucking asshole. And like, he never really says like sorry or you know like whatever but he, like he's just a fucking asshole i i have to i can't do this actually but like cameron you do you know mike right of course like my, one yeah, of my yeah, best yeah. friends mm-hmm. right so mike had this thing and looking back it was great because he, he he allowed me to do many things like outside of my comfort zone but at the time i was I was like, ah, I don't want to do this, but like, he'd make me do things, right? Mm-hmm. Similar to what Ferris does with Cameron. Like, he'd say, oh, come out with me to fucking Golden Guy, and I'd be like, nah, I don't feel it. And I'd end up going, and I'd, I yeah. would literally be like Cameron. I'd be like, Ferris, what the fuck are we doing here, man? And he'd be like, let's just enjoy it, you know what I mean? Like, and mm, yeah, yeah. further kind of like, just delve into the underworld of Tokyo, and a day after, I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? You know, and I see a lot of similarities between me and Mike and Cameron and Ferris in this movie mm-hmm. because Mike was very kind of, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. And I was like, ah, you know, sometimes. And mm. But in this, Mike did apologize, but like Ferris doesn't. Ferris isn't. No, Fer- Ferris doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, because he's just like, I'm using you. Ferris uses Cameron in this to like, you know, further his goals. Like he, he wouldn't be able to take the day off if Cameron didn't like shoot himself in the fucking face for him. You know what I mean? Like right. Cam- Cameron's in bed and he's like, "I need you to fucking call in sick because I can't do it." You know what I mean? And right. And then he fakes like, basically, I'm getting ahead of myself. The three of them truant, right? But like, it's Ferris's idea. He gets Cameron on board to then get bust his fucking girlfriend out of school um mm-hmm. and the basic plot is the dean um ed rooney um yeah. knows that he's taking the piss so like right. the the second storyline is him trying to hunt trying to hunt him down but he keeps failing basically you know what i mean right yeah yeah yeah. but it's it's like okay i, I wrote this down because like for me it was really weird throughout the entire movie just like why the fuck does this principal give a shit if Ferris comes to school or not? I yeah, it's weird. But then again, if you if you look at the the actor himself, Jeffrey Jones, like he's yeah, he's had a weird history of uh, 
but yeah, sex offender shit. So um, we're not going to mention That's him. why I said, I, you know what, I, I, I wrote it down because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really surprised, but I wrote it down. I'm like, this principal is just straight up harassing people. Yeah, yeah, he like goes around, he's, like he's he an breaks into fucking, fucking houses. And he shit. breaks like, into houses. He's an absolute <laughs> fucking psychopath. Like, yeah. what the fuck? And he almost kills the dog and all this shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Weirdly, man? though, like, I like him as a character because he's a very weird villain. You know what I mean? Like, mm. he's but he is an eighties villain. Like, oh yeah, I mean, he's, he's so fucking cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like his secretary actually. Uh, what's his name? Grace. Grace. What's her name? Grace. Yeah. Who? She like finds pencils in her hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. That scene. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, I think all he's doing is trying to expose like his, because, because he's a repeat, he's a repeat truant, right? Yeah. But then like Ferris is hacking his, uh, records and shit, like bringing his absence down to like two days or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one, one of the things about this movie that kind of pisses me off, like you mentioned, is like the believability of it all. Mm-hmm. It's like his mum when confronted with the fact that he is he's been absent nine times right yeah his mum's like nah fuck off you know like i believe that he's like choking to death upstairs it's like does anybody in this movie like have a fucking brain sometimes and well it's <laughs> it's so weird because like the movie plays it up as though like ferris is like infallible like everyone loves ferris and only in a movie would this be possible because <laughs> Ferris is a fucking asshole and I, I don't understand how anyone could like him. Yeah, he'd be cancelled now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah, like 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like, even, like I've mentioned the manipulation, like, in this movie, he, oh, of course, right. When Cameron, like, is, like, how do I say, absorbed into his plan, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, that's a nice car, Cameron. And there's the, the Ferrari, right? I forget the, yeah. the 250 GT Spider, yeah, yeah. right? In his dad's garage. It's like, it's his life, you know. It's his love. And then Ferris is like, oh, well, why don't we just take it? Yeah, right? it's not even like... Ferris commits like literal crimes in this movie and just gets away with it. Yeah, yeah. I have to say that, of course, Cameron's, like, off because he's he's a hypochondriac, right? So, mm-hmm. like, he, he's legitimately, like, how do I say, absent from school. Mm-hmm. But Ferris is just like, oh, well, we'll just borrow the car and... It'll be know, all good. And the mileage, you know what I mean? Like, oh, the mileage won't change, you know, trust me. We'll just drive in reverse to roll it back like that fucking works. I would... I can't say that he's just a fucking toxic human being, isn't he? Like, yes, yes, a hundred percent. Yes, because if if my dad had a car like that, like, and we're older, right? Ferrari's fucking dank, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, he keeps it in his garage, cleans it, especially in the nineteen eighties. Like, who the fuck owned a Ferrari in the nineteen eighties? If there was ever a sequel to this movie, it'd be like Ferris Bueller gets sued. Ferris by... Bueller goes to federal prison. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god, it, because it's just—he's a wanker, man. And then Cameron's yep. like, "Please don't." And he's already in the car, driving it out of his dad's car. This bollocks. Mm-hmm. 
It's yep. bollocks. Like, I promise, you know, we'll return it the way it was, you know, and the mileage and all. <sighs> Fuck, mate. It, it, you know what? After watching that, I just, I put myself in Cameron's shoes. He's a hypochondriac. He's got anxiety and he's like, ah, you know. Yeah. And then you, you, you suppose the best friend just fucking drives it out of the garage. Y- yeah. Your dad's car. Manipulation. Manipulation, yeah, man. It's like, honestly. But, you know, Mike never did that to me. So <laughs> 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 you never stole your car. It, it was all positive. It was all positive, of course. Like, without him, I wouldn't have seen half the shit I've seen. But, like, mm. in terms of, like, getting me up to do something, yeah, I see the parallels. But, um, yeah, so they pick up his girlfriend, Sloane, right? Sloane, uh, yes. Do you want to, like, talk us through this fucking ruse? Because it is so fucking, like, if you're you the... You where he shows up at the school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you're the principal of the school, you'd know what was going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'd have to be, again, like I said, you have to be fucking brain dead to not be like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, like, they show up with a fucking Ferrari at the school. And he's in, like, the most, like, two kids standing on each other's shoulders to go to the R-rated movie, like, get up in the fucking world. <laughs> yeah. And and then he's he like, oh, yeah. He looks like Inspector Gadget as well, Yes, exactly. Yeah, he looks yeah. like fucking Inspector Gadget. It's like the middle of summer in Chicago. And he, he did play Inspector Gadget later on, of course. Oh, he did too, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, 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 which is weird. Yeah, it's a weird parallel. Anyways, I digress. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, his girlfriend comes out, and he's, like, supposed to be being, like, her dad or whatever, right? Mm. And they just start making out, right? And the principal's, like, looking at them, like, what <laughs> <Yeah>. the fuck? <laughs> Feed me. You'll, I can't do the fucking puppet accent, but... <laughs> you have a kiss for daddy? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh, God, please never say that again. <laughs> you have a kiss for daddy? Uh, yeah, he, he says that, doesn't he? Yeah, of course. Um, something like that, yeah. yeah. in the boot. Oh, and I, I think the principal says something like, oh, that. Oh, that, so that's what it's like in their uh, family. Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> they they use yeah, puppets <laughs> in the bedroom. Ooh. But then they, like, drive off, and as they're driving off, she screams, like, woohoo, and it's like, you tits. Yeah. Like, yeah. now he's going to come after you. But, of course, you know, we wouldn't have a movie if... That no, of course. Thing. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, there has to be some suspension of disbelief for this movie yeah, to make sense. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, and they drive to Chicago. And I, I've got to say that Chicago in this movie, I've never been to Chicago, and I've heard that it's a pretty dangerous place or whatever. But, like, it's really well showcased in this movie. It's kind of a character in itself, you know what I mean? Because hmm. they're, they're constantly interacting with it. There's a lot of landmarks and places. Honestly, that, if you, you know, told me they drove to New York, I'd believe you. <laughs> because, you know, like, I couldn't tell a fucking difference. The only way I knew it was Chicago was Sears Tower, because I like my buildings. Uh, and that was like the tallest, tallest building in the U.S., I think, in the 80s. So mm-hmm. it was like a symbol of, you know, American architecture at the time. And um, I think it was the tallest. I mean, American friends correct me on that. But um, yep. yeah, they, they drive into Chicago and then they, they interact with these parking attendants, right, who steal the car. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, like they steal the car. I'm just like, and Ferris, Ferris is like he's so he's so dumb and just so naive. He's like, oh yo, give the guy a fiver and it'll be fine. Uh, it's like fucking what? He shouldn't have the car in the first place. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, there you go. And then they they go through uh, 
basically the three of them go through the city and they just have all these experiences. Like they go to like the art museum. Um, they go to like a stock exchange at one point. They go to a baseball game, and the whole time he keeps seeing his dad, doesn't he? Yeah, because mm-hmm. his dad's like big cheese, like a, a, some kind of a generic businessman yeah yeah but like the whole time he's like in the bathroom next to him or like in the parade and he's like looking down and he's like oh this music rules but like that's his son you know what i mean yeah and then they're in the adjacent taxi cab you know just or at the same restaurant and whatever and it's like through the many 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 times i've watched this movie i'm i i just often think about the alternative kind of reality you know, if this was mm-hmm. real life, where I'd be like, Ferris, what the fuck are you doing in that taxi, bro? <laughs> like, shouldn't you be at home? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. What the fuck? And it's like, hey, hey, whatever his wife's name is. Hey, like, our son is, like, on a float in a St. Patrick's Day parade. Like, is is he in bed? Oh, no, there's a mannequin. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I thought about all this shit. Like, oh, and that's, like, the thing, right? Like, when his mom, like, peeks into his room oh, to, like, check yeah, on his body, shit, he has, yeah. like, this oh, whole, like, sh- he has this whole thing set up. But it's so <sighs> fucking clearly that arm is a mannequin. There's no way in fucking hell you'd open that door and be like, <laughs> hmm, that looks like a human arm to me. Yeah, and it's not even... I don't even it's think not it's even the covered. same skin, the same skin color as him, right? No, you know it's like, I mean? like it's like that like it's like that crash test dummy like pink yeah. rubber, yeah. right? And it's like of course like the the, the snoring's coming through like the PA uh, like whatever, yeah, his, right? his, like, yeah, speaker yeah, system yeah. or whatever. And it's like come on like the snoring's on the left side of the room. Yeah. And the fucking body's on the right side of the room when she walks in. Um and yeah, to set that like... up is incredible. Like it, I, I I get it. It's not supposed to be a fucking you know, if I was to sit here, well, I mean, and pick it's this some apart, Home Alone shit, right? It is, yeah. John Hughes, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I love his room, by the way. Like the the Simple Minds poster and like the Tears for Fears shit, and just it's like a dream eighties kids fucking bedroom. You know, like yep. All you've got to do is put up a poster of fucking Red Dawn, <laughs> <laughs> which came out yeah. after this. Yeah, I think it was nineteen eighty six. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't remember Wolverine! exactly. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a weirdly conservative movie, actually. I watched that a few years ago and freaked me out. Anyways, um, so yeah, they yeah that that's the thing. Like his sister Jeannie, um, Jennifer yeah. Jennifer Grey. By the way, my oh god, my crush when I was a kid because my mum loved the movie Dirty Dancing and she mm-hmm. wouldn't turn it off. And I just I was enamored by um, Jennifer Grey. Um, who was married to the guy from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think. Uh, what's his name? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Agent Coulson character? Yeah, 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 yeah. She was married to him for a bit. Um, hmm. And, God, I love her in this. Because she she embodies everybody in this situation. She sees him for what he is, right? And she uh, she's, she's me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> Who just fucking hates Ferris Bueller because he's a prick. Because in this movie, I find Cameron incredibly relatable because he's a hypochondriac like moi, right? Mm-hmm. And like I've had experiences as Cameron where I don't want to do the things my best mate or whatever is telling me to do. But then like I have, I have a laugh, you know what I mean? And my dad didn't have a Ferrari because, nah, you know, we won't get into <laughs> we won't get into that. But like the point is, it's just his sister is... You know, the 
the antichrist, the, like the, the the common, the average viewer. It's like I don't mm. want hit her to catch him, you know, because he's. But like the older I get, the more I'm just like, God, she should have just taken a fucking revenge because. Yep. She's older than him, right? Or they're in the mm, same yeah, yeah. or something like that, right? But she she just I, I you know what? That's weird. I don't shit. know. They go to the same school. She looks older than him. Yeah, I think she's senpai basically. He's, yeah. But yeah. but that doesn't make sense because if he's in the last year of high school, what fucking grade is she in? That makes sense. I think she'd be in a lower grade then, wouldn't she? What? Yeah. Mm. Oh no, wait a minute. John Hughes, you need to figure out your no, shit. Uh, wait, I have to go back on this. I know that his girlfriend's in the last year of high school. No, there, she has no, one year left. She's one year left, but Ferris and Cameron are leaving. Yes. Right, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, so she'd be in Sloan's year then. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's some reference to that, maybe. But, maybe, I don't know. But yeah, she... <laughs> I love her now, I think. Bring him down. Bring him down. You know what I mean? And the, the whole time there's like people at the door like pretending to like, you know, care for him or whatever, mm-hmm. like giving him sweets, balloons, massages, whatever, like, you know, and there's safe Ferris on like a water tank, like a water tower. And Interesting thing about about the people at the door. Right. Uh, one of the, the, you know, the milkman guy that's at the door <laughs> with the nurse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's Louis Anderson. Wait a fuck it. Really? Yes. Oh my god, yeah, it's the flower delivery man. Holy yeah. shit. No way. I recognize him immediately. I'm like, oh, that's like young Louis Anderson. What the fuck? <laughs> Is he Did he die this year? Louis Anderson. Yeah, he, he died, yeah, recently. I think I saw that, yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Oh my god. But yeah, like I won't say there's cameos in this movie, but I guess Oh, the maitre d' as well. I have to, I have to talk about that in a minute. Mm. But um, yeah, his sister is great in this, and I feel for her because she's always shat on by like the parents, just everybody around her, you know, because they're they're in favor of Ferris, and they just like don't believe a word she fucking says. Like ah, you know, Ferris is sick. No, he isn't. Yep. Fuck you, you know. So like, I really empathize with her. Um, I want to kind of. I mean, this this scene is just uh, this movie is just full of like different scenes, like all these different vignettes of like where they are. And I have my notes, but like it's just such a kind of casserole of where they are. You know, like I mentioned, they're an art institute, and then they're in a parade, and then they're in a restaurant. I kind of want to talk about the restaurant scene because okay, yeah, he 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 pretends to be like some what is it the sausage king of chicago yeah i forget i forget what his name is but yeah yeah. and then you have this maitre d that comes out and he's just oh he's such a great character man like because it's obviously like an upper class like restaurant and these three kids have just walked in and the maitre d is like perfect posture he's got the weirdest hair and like the mustache matches like his mouth you know and like you can this guy could sniff out a wine year. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, he's incredibly high class. And I just... <laughs> I don't believe how they would ever fucking get away with this in this scene. No, they wouldn't. That's the point. And they, like... they, they, they use the whole cop kind of thing where it's like, oh, you, are you harassing my fucking... You're harassing mm. this guy? And then they get away. They don't pay, right? Mm. Which is weird. And harass everybody in the fucking room. 
And I just, I don't know, man. I just love this scene. But there's a band that I like called The Chats from Australia. And they did like a, uh, how do I say, a music video. And there's mm-hmm. this long-haired guy in the video because the song name is called Dine and Dash, where people just go in, eat, and then fuck off. Basically what they did, right? I'm assuming. I think I've seen this video. Yeah, and it's got the Democracy Manifest guy at the end as well. But like the long-haired guy who's giving them the food in the in the music video is the guy, like, 20, 30 years later. Oh, really? And I was like, that's the maitre d' from fucking Ferris Bueller. <laughs> and Weird. It, it just made me appreciate this scene a whole lot more, but... um. But yeah, um, we'll dead quick. We'll switch to Rooney. Of course, he he's like on the hunt from uh, he's on the hunt for Ferris, and he he tracks him down supposedly to like an arcade, and it's a woman who yep. spits in his face. There's a really cool quote here where it's like, uh, what is it the <laughs> the Cubs versus whoever in the baseball, and it's like, oh, it's currently zero zero. Who's winning? The Bears. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he tries to break into the house, which I, I, why? Again, I like, have yeah, so many fucking like the, problems the, with the fuck. Yeah, I have so many problems with this fucking scene. You know. Um. Yeah. What? What? What do you want to move on to, mate? In your notes, have you got? Uh, um. Hmm. Hmm. I I haven't taken a ton of notes. Um. I think we've covered like most of the the basic things. Like, I mean. It's it's their day off. They go around and do things around the town, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, there oh. is a part though. Oh, yeah. Go ahead if you have it. Oh no no go for it go for it go for it. I was gonna say there is a part though where Jeannie ends up at the uh, police, police station. I was just about to mention this. She gets arrested for making a false report when right she's like a woman home alone. And like yeah, the logic on that one doesn't track to me. It's like yeah, it's weird because huh? it, it's like there's obviously proof around the house that there's been a fucking break in, right? Right. There is because there's a plant pot on a I dog mean, that's fucking almost dead, and or- there's someone's <laughs> someone's fucking wallet is in the kitchen on the floor. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, come on, like and. Sounds like it, the police. That's that would not right. fly now because it's not like, and that's supposed to be comedic. Like, you know, they arrest that. But then again, this is America, so I wouldn't be fucking surprised. But who's it? That's a cameo. Who's at the mm-hmm. cop station? Who's at the pig? Who fucking knows? Who's at the pig pen? Charlie Sheen. Oh, bro. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And he, he's like playing himself. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Sheen is cracked out. Charlie Sheen is. Yeah. He's like impressive on that, on that tiger blood. Mm, damn, can't handle it. So I, I read, I read that like f- to get him into like this character, Charlie Sheen just stayed up for forty eight hours. <laughs> that would not surprise me. Whether he was high on cocaine, because you know, hundred percent high on cocaine. <laughs> oh yeah, it had to have been. But again, it's a John uh, Hughes thing, right? Where it's like Emilio Estevez is his right. brother, who was in the Breakfast Club, and. Um, his dad, of course, um, Martin Sheen. Like it's mm-hmm. all kind of, it's all interlinked in the John Hughes like universe. And uh, again, like, but his character like doesn't do much. But like, she realizes that she needs to chill the fuck out. Yep, kind of, and she does. She ends up liking Ferris because he's a fan of Ferris. Um, and again, like they collect the Ferrari, and Cameron just fucking loses his mind because. 
of Ferris. His dad's a piece of shit. Bullshit. And Ferris is a piece of shit. Oh, we can take the miles off. And then, like, Ferris ends up destroying the car because he gets Cameron so upset about... I guess Ferris is, like, the kind of catalyst for Cameron to change. Like, Ferris is passively saying to him, Oh, well, your dad's a fucking prick, and he hates me, and blah, blah, blah. So then Cameron's like, ah, fuck it. I'm sick of this car, and he destroys it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, what the fuck? So I blame Ferris for that, because there's no way they would even be near the car if it wasn't for Ferris Bueller. And yep, weird, weird piece of trivia on this. Um, A year after, Matthew Broderick killed somebody in a car accident. Did he? Yeah, like, it's... I I don't know the ins and outs completely, but like, was he like drunk driving? No, like, he was he was he was actually like engaged to um, Jennifer Grey after this mm-hmm. movie, right? So like, he got engaged to his sister in the movie. Gross. But like, they were in Ireland or something. But like, um, a mum, a mother and daughter like died, and I don't think he got like arrested or anything for it, like for dangerous driving. Mm. I'm not sure. It's weird because obviously, like his his career like flourished after or whatever, but uh, right. Um, well, Matthew Broderick has always come off as a real prick, like outside of acting. Yeah, he, to oh, me he, anyway. He was in the wrong lane. Um, ah. he, he was charged by causing death by dangerous driving and faced up to five years, but was convicted of the lesser charge of careless driving and fined one hundred pounds, one hundred and seventy-five dollars mm. US. And it's like. Uh, Two people lost their life, and he got away with, you know, a slap on the wrist, paying money for sweets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Matthew Broderick comes off as a prick, and I'm glad that his career's tanked since then. It has tanked, hasn't it? I will say yeah. that I haven't really seen him in much since. I mean, let me just check. Like, he's done West End. Um, he hasn't done anything since 2018. Oh wait, no. 2020. Yeah, but like nobody gives a fuck about like anything Matthew Broderick's in. Like, let's yeah. be real here. Like mm. nobody. Yeah, it's it's an odd one. It is a weird one to be honest with you. Um, just getting back onto it. So Cameron's car gets destroyed, and Cameron's like, "Thanks, Ferris." Character development. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that helps mm-hmm. him break free from his fucking father, and no longer can he be like a hypochondriac, bedbound guy, and. Ferris helped him, you know, Ferris is the hero, and then he says goodbye to his girlfriend, who he wants to marry, life's all peachy, but he has to get home in time, and there's this one scene which is absolutely classic, and I do like the stupidness of it, where he's running through all, like, the back gardens and shit, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and then he stops, and he's like, hi, I'm Ferris, you know, like, just some fucking women on, like, having a suntan, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. Like, wait, wait, he stops? Yeah, he stops. He runs past like a, a lady on like a tannin bed and he just goes, Hi, Ferris. I'm Ferris Bueller. It's oh. Like, uh... mm. So, yeah. And he gets home and Rooney's there, of course. And to speed things right. up, he's like, I've got you now, you little bastard. <laughs> but, of course, he doesn't. And Jeannie saves him. And I just... I used to love this ending because it's like, yay, fuck the teacher. He made it home. Right. But now yeah. I'm like, I feel for the guy, you know, and the dog eats him in the end as well. Yeah. Anything you want to add before we move on to other things? 
Uh, I'm just thinking of anything that I may have missed. I don't think so. Like, we talked about Genie at the, the, what's it called? The police station. We talked about them going on wherever they were. Oh, they they somehow got into a fucking Cubs game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, he breaks his thumb, doesn't he? Catching a ball. Yeah, but hey, like, butter, butter. <laughs> my question is like, okay, in a lot of these things, they're getting into places, but they they obviously have to pay for shit, don't yeah, they? Yeah, how are they in the fucking? Where stock are they market? getting money? How are they in the mercantile exchange? You know what I mean? Where are like, they getting? Yeah, like, what, <laughs> like I I don't fucking get it. Like, there's so like I mean, obviously, it's a movie where you just got to turn your brain off and be like, okay, yeah, uh, it's like, John Hughes magic, now. isn't it? Right? It's, you know, it's John Hughes magic, basically. Like, that's but you that's know, the, the thing. there comes a point in time when I'm watching a movie and I'm like, if. If there's something that takes me out of the movie where it just becomes, like, unbelievable, I'm like, mm. w- I can't. Like, it just breaks the immersion I would have had. Yeah. Where, like, you look at something like Home Alone, where, like, there's weird, wacky shit, like, when, like, Merv gets, like, fucking um, electrocuted and you can, like, see his skeleton or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, that's fucking goofy, but it doesn't break the immersion because he's, like, getting electrocuted in a way that, like, is feasible. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's fucking goofy, but I get it. Yeah. But in a movie like this, they're doing shit where I'm like, where are they getting money? How are they, do- <laughs> like, how are they doing any of this shit? It's just how like, do they get tickets? It's just ringing his dad's credit card while his dad's just completely like... Yeah, or, or like, something like that. Like, I have no idea. They, they don't ever explain it, and I guess it doesn't matter. But for me, it's like, mm. it's 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 another one of those things where it's just like, it... it it compounds these like unbelievable things on top of each other over and over and over again to the point where I'm like, <laughs> none of this even remotely feels like it could actually happen. So at this point, it's a fantasy and I don't care. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, on on a day off, I wouldn't be able to get away with like what stealing my parents' car. I mean, one, Fuck my, no. my, my parents didn't have one, and like we didn't we didn't have a baseball stadium or anything like if i if i went to ilkeston town football club which has like a capacity of 100 people on like a good day well back in yeah. the day you know what i mean someone would definitely go why aren't you at school <laughs> like, and not only I'll... that it's like if this is like a major league baseball game how the fuck did you buy tickets on the day front row oh no wait he's behind like the fucking yeah the, the like, picture it doesn't yeah, make yeah. Sense. <laughs> yeah it's crazy like, man like even if you're like okay yeah they went to a baseball game fine but you'd like, be lucky like... yeah you'd be lucky enough to get nosebleeds you know what I mean exactly that's yeah. exactly what I mean like it none of it is feasible and it takes me right out of it <laughs> yeah it's mm, yeah kind of unbelievable isn't it really looking at it but mm. like like I mean as a kid it was just like such a fantastic fucking movie because mm. there's nothing better man than just wanting a day off from school like you know like in those kind of days where oh 100 yeah, yeah, there, there was just... like i remember when i was in like god this must have been like eighth grade and like world of warcraft had come out <laughs> but i didn't have my own account so i was playing on my friend's account uh, uh. but me and my friend both faked sick that day and then just played World of Warcraft together for like fucking 15 hours like that entire day. I wasn't sick. I I remember specifically actually um pulling the greatest sickie of my life. It was we had we had a thing called cross country back in the day where it was mm-hmm. um you started at school but we had like this wonderful green kind of like well I wouldn't say world heritage but like kind of a heritage site 
which spanned like six kilometers. And what we'd do, we'd run from the schools like a group of students, like year by year, and we'd run like a course, and the teachers would be on the course. Yeah. And I remember finishing it. I remember I came like 48th or something, and above like a few of the kids that bullied me who were like athletes at the time and stuff. Mm -hmm. Jocks, shall we fucking say. And I remember feeling so proud of myself, but like feeling sick. And there was a there was a place called Game Station where back in the day you could they had like a DS on a stand and you could play WarioWare and there'd be a line for it just right yeah 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 and like they had Star Wars Battlefront two out that day Mm. and Shadow the Hedgehog right which was of course (laughs) fucking hilarious and bad simultaneously. And I I just remember like playing the both of them, buying Battlefront two with like my kind of money that I get for like doing chores or whatever. Yeah. And I remember like thinking, oh well, I've done cross country and I feel like exhausted. I'll pull a sickie, you know, tomorrow kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I remember waking up and <laughs> I remember like pouring a jug of water, going to the mm. bathroom and just going. And then just pouring the water down the toilet. Right, right, right. And my mum used to be so alert. Like, if I was sick, she'd run downstairs. What's wrong, babe? Like, and I remember just flushing the toilet. Like, as soon as she walked in, have you just been sick? Yeah, yeah, I've just been sick. Like, I'll have the day off. And I remember just like, put, like doing galactic conquests, like over and over again with my eyes. <laughs> like, I've definitely remember, done shit like that. I remember before, too, specifically, yeah. like, just that day. And Mate, it's just like a Ferris Bueller fucking masterpiece, man. I I didn't need no fucking PA, no mannequin, no, no fuck all, no, no, just a not. jug of water. Yeah, and you, li- yeah, and you exactly. lick your palms as well. <laughs> yep, there you go. But there is there is a quote in this movie that I do love, where it, it it's his motto. Is um, it the last the last quote of the movie? Where, yeah, he says life. The last moves, line of the movie. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. I mean, as a kid, you're like. Meh. Fuck. But like as an adult, it's like shit. I'm almost thirty. Like I'm thirty this year. What shit, I am thirty. Oh Fuck. my god. <laughs> like, in fact, I'm older than thirty. Yeah, and to be honest, I've I've looked around a lot, and time still doesn't stop. So uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I get what he means. Like you know, fucking. I was at a high school graduation today, like legit, and all of the kids mm-hmm. are just in that moment, and soon there'll be university students, and then soon there'll be graduates, and soon there'll be adults. You know, right. Like, I understand, like it's it's a slice of life, and I do like it. But well, it's it's fu- it's fucking weird though. Like now that you mention it, like even even thinking back to when I first moved here, yeah, right. Yeah. Like I remember, man, living in that fucking shit Kawasaki apartment. But like, I lived there for a year. I don't remember fucking anything about that time, other than like my fucking laundry machine was fucking oh, on, on bricks. bricks. Yeah. And, and like, my kitchen was shit. Like, that's all I remember. I don't remember, like, um, anything else that I did in that house, right? And it, yeah. it feels like, oh, man, like, I was I was in that house, like, fucking yesterday. Yeah. Well, it's like, been, no, no, it was been, fucking been, five years. We've been here five years, yeah. And it's it has gone fast. But then again, yep. it, it's that kind of thing, like, one year after one year that you were here, it's like, shit, that went fast. And then five years, mm-hmm. it's like... Yeah, I'm still here five years later, and you're like, oh, God, what the fuck happened to my... What is my life? (laughs) Nah, nah, it's all fun. It's all fun, bro. Um, Yeah, I think at the end of the day that the people that ended up staying here, you know... You formed that. 
Yeah. They they did. They they stopped and they looked around. I think other people, you know, they got their fill and they went home, but were well, the a other bit people, of a different breed. Yeah. The, the other people stopped and looked around and just thought, well, I need to do something different. And it's... Yep. At the end of the day, no matter what we do, it's it's important, you know what I mean, to us. And the fact that we're all here and we're all mates is, mm. again, another thing, like, going back to high school. I have a weird question, like, how many of your friends do you actually keep in touch with from, say, Ferris Bueller's kind of, like, environment? One. Like, at high school? Yeah, same. Like One. Yeah, like all of the guys I used to speak, fucking none of them now, really. Like, mm. I've got friends from university and obviously friends here. And my best friend is from like, I've known him since I was three, but no yeah. one from high school, really. Nobody, you know, it's it's strange because you do find your true friends later in life. And I think I think that's true. Like the people that are my friends now are people that I will have as friends forever. But, like, the people I knew in high school, like, some of the people I knew in high school are completely different than who I knew them as. And, like, to meet them again, like, it would be so weird to go back to, like, a high school reunion and be (laughs) like, oh, this is this person? Like, what the... Like, because my image of them has not changed from the the second that I left high school, right? Like, you're still that that high school person. And... Probably for some people, they are still that high yeah. school person, so they're probably still a prick. But you know, <laughs> is what it is. I know, I know some people like that actually still, um, just through social media that just haven't fucking changed, and this is why we, I want to delete it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, you know, something's bad when someone like when the first like topic they broach to you after you haven't seen them a while, and you go, "Remember back in high school?" Yeah, yeah. And I just go, "No." Because I've lived life since high school. Like, I don't give a fuck about what happened in high school. High school is, like, for me, fucking high school is over a decade ago. Easily. Mm. I mean... It's almost 20 years ago. I graduated in 2008. It's almost 20 years for me. I mean, like, I'm pretty nostalgic. So, like, if I see, like, an acquaintance or old friend, I'll talk about it for a minute. But it's like, it's what's going on now that really counts, right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, like family like most of them have got kids or the married divorced with like six of them it's fucking unbelievable right. but yeah, yeah and it's like man what the fuck happened dude <laughs> this is why like comparing it to ferris bueller in like my head canon mm-hmm. would cameron still be friends with this guy oh fuck many no. many fuck years no. later because it, it'd just be like this no, guy traumatized me you know what i mean i'm still paying for the fucking ferrari and he right. fucked off to like mexico or somewhere like yeah because he's a bullshit artist you know what I mean? Sloan, Sloan definitely dumped him. You know what I mean? Because she saw yeah. through his bullshit. Or like, or like they got married for a year and then they got divorced he in a cheated. horrible divorce. He cheated on her with yeah, her and fucking, then yeah. and then fucking like uh, Ferris Bueller is like living in a like single man <laughs> apartment where he's just poor as fuck and his life has gone to absolute shit. Like I, I know <laughs> it's so weird because I know people who were like exactly like Ferris Bueller, yeah. and you look at them now and it's like their life is fucking trash. They peaked in high school. I know a few people like that, really. I know it's unfortunate because there's a lot of different things that um, played into like their life, which made them like that. You know what I mean? But right, of with course. Fer- Ferris has got like a perfect, well, on the outside, like a perfect like nuclear family, right? And just, mm. you know, he lives in like one of the biggest, most bougiest fucking houses in like Chicago, you know, and 
he's got the perfect life. His parents have got money and stuff like that, and he, you know, they can afford to give their kids cars and computers and that. But like, he's just one character that I just want to see him not succeed in the future because of right. He's he just will never grow up because he's so sure of himself, right? Like when he's quoting like all of these philosophers at the start of the movie and he's like, I don't believe in an ism, I believe in myself. And it's like, yeah, you are going to get the shit kicked out of you or, <laughs> yeah, fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? At some point in the future, you're going to be in a fucking bar and you're going to go, oh, do right. you believe in fascism? Well, I believe in myself. Oh, fuck you, kid. Like, buff. And it just humbles him. You know, like, he is an asshole. But oh, I, yeah, I, 100%. I, I, but I, I like... I like him in this movie. I, I think, like, because he's the star of the movie. Oh, he's, he's super charismatic. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that That's what's attractive about him, yeah, of course. Like, you know, and I can see why all of his friends want to be around him and why, yeah, yeah it, it's crazy and it's Sean Hughes magic, but why the entire fucking school and community rallies around him because he's just... Yeah, that, that stuff is really fucking weird and I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's crazy. And... I want to talk about him for a minute. Like Jim Carrey, John Cusack, Johnny Depp's Tom, Johnny Depp, sorry, Tom Cruise, and Michael J. Fox were all considered for the role of. That makes sense. Yeah, um, Ferris, including Anthony Michael Anthony Hall, who was in The Breakfast Club. Can mm. you can you imagine fucking? Oh God, Jim Carrey, <laughs> Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey's Ferris. <laughs> Like, Ferris, I don't want to do that. Well, alrighty then. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We'll do it. Cameron, Cameron falls in the pool and it's just like, right, Cameron, <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> Why did you have to go fall in the pool like that? Yeah. Oh wait, I just screamed down the mic, and now my dog's barking. <laughs> Shut up, That's doggy. Um, Johnny Depp, that'd be funny. <laughs> just like when he's playing, when he's. Uh, feigning illness at the start. He's just like, <laughs> "Where's the rum gone? <laughs> Where's the rum?" I, I feel like I feel like he would he would channel uh, he would channel Willy Wonka. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Johnny Depp. It was just channel Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> Hunter S. Thompson and Fear yeah. and Loathing, just like absolutely coked out of his brain. But yeah, I would have liked to have seen John Cusack because I love Say Anything and uh, Gross Point Blank. I think he's mm. one of my favorite actors, actually, John Cusack. But um, we are, fuck, uh, we are an hour in. Uh, what do you want to okay. move on to, bro? Uh, fuck let's it. let's move on to, let's do music and then we'll do trivia and we'll, we'll finish it out there. Yeah, uh, the music is um, pretty unique. It's great. Actually. Yeah. yeah, it is. Um, the, we've got, it's 80s got bangers. Beatles in there as well. We've got Oh Yeah by... Uh, fucking yellow oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah i want you to put that more in than here. once <laughs> i want you to put that in here i, if that's I can't i can't put a song like that. i'm gonna get claimed fuck that oh it's fucking it's, oh yeah it's perfect it's great and uh danke schön danke schön the uh german um how do i say 1959 classic that apparently was John Hughes's most hated fucking song, and he just wanted to put it in there. I think I've I've got it on my trivia or something like that. Um, what he he hated, so he put it in. Yeah, the movie. He, he put it in there because it, it's just he said it was just like uh, it's a rec- <laughs> it's a recurring motif because it, it, it's sung right. by like Matthew Broderick and then his sister and the principal. They all sing it, 
And I've got a quote here. John Hughes called it the most awful, awful song of my youth. Every time it came on, I just wanted to scream and claw my face. <laughs> I was taking German in high school, which meant that we listened to it in school. I couldn't get away with it. And uh, like, according to Matthew Broderick, it was his idea to kind of sing it in the shower. Mm. And yeah, they just let it in. They just put it in for some reason. I'm not sure mm. why. Just like a callback to his youth. But yeah, like the the record company that originally pressed the vinyl was so pissed that 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 was on there, and then Yellow by Oh Yeah was on there. It's like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's the worst mixtape. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Well, there's like a lot of new wave on there. There's Beat City by the Flowerpot Men and yep. stuff. Oh, it's there's some really good tunes, and it's very eighties, isn't it? Like, it's representative of that time. Just as you'd imagine it, kind of thing, and I really like it. I like the music personally. What do you think to it? I think it's good. I I like the music as well. Mm, mm. It just, you know, like it's weird. Like I wasn't born in nineteen in the eighties, but you can really like get a sense of right. I mean, I was I was born high school, you know, in in the nineties, right? So like, so much of that music spilled over into into you know the the 90s when i was growing up right yeah. so like all i ever listened to was 80s music yeah like simple minds like the posters on this wall i love simple minds because of my dad and like whenever i listen to simple minds it's john hughes because of course we have the reference here but then don't you forget about me is in the breakfast club like that's the kind of main theme mm. of that so yeah it's just, it's just a time capsule really and you know, like the arcades in the in the movie as well, where yep. like the the it's just it's just great. It really is like such a time capsule. Um, yeah. And shall right. we move on to trivia? Let's move on to trivia and close it out. Do you have any trivia? Or um, I do not. I mean, I can. My my true. I I've kind of busted my nut on the trivia there with the <laughs> busted my. Why'd you go and spill your beans? Your beans. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Speaking of that, while I'm looking up, uh, while I'm looking up trivia, I have like not been able to not think about that movie since same, we watched it. Same, fucking same. It's, it's in my brain forever. But like, here's the here's the weird thing. I keep saying that line to myself under my breath. Yeah. And my partner just turned around and went, "What? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing." <laughs> I just Why I was in because I, I was just in the kitchen just like cooking and I just went <laughs> Why'd you go and spill your beans? <laughs> like she was just like Are you quoting that movie yeah. again? I'm just like No, no <laughs> And then we were on about it the other day because yep. just, we were just joking about like busting a nut or something. It's like mm. why'd you go and bust your beans or something? And you were like that definitely means like Nutting everywhere because he nutted on the mermaid, right, or whatever. Right, yeah, on the floor. Well, one okay, one one thing I wanted to mention, actually, now that I think about it, is Ben Stein's in this fucking movie. Ben Stein, and he's like, yes, Ben Stein, Bueller, ah, Bueller, the, 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 the economics the, the, teacher, oh, the teacher, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh god. So Ben that... Stein is interesting because I knew who Ben Stein was before I watched this movie because the mask, on TV right? in Canada they had a, a game show called Win Ben Stein's Money. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, and he was like he was like the host of the the TV show, and he's just so like monotone and so flat. 
Mm. He always talks like this. Uh, well, I think that's great. But isn't he like um, a piece of shit in real life? Because like I've, I have I've, no idea. I've seen him do some say some weird shit where like maybe I have no idea. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. doesn't like abortion or fucking. Um, oh, maybe he's a prick. I have no idea. Hated Obama calling him a racist and stuff and mm-hmm. Republican. Oh, he's a Trump. He's a Trump supporter. That that's what it is. There you but go. anyways, let's forget about that guy. Trump. Um, Trump. Trump. <laughs> why did um, you, you go and spill your pizza? <laughs> I don't really have. Uh, interesting. Okay. Um, Charlie Sheen was recommended for this movie by Jennifer Grey after they did Red Dawn. So Red uh, Dawn predates this movie. Yeah, she's in by uh, two uh, years. That was her first role, I think. She gets absolutely mowed down by like a fucking. Hindy kind of like helicopter <laughs> in that movie. It's horrendous, but what's a Russian gunship doing in Alaska? Yeah, a Hindy. <laughs> <laughs> what's a Russian gunship doing in America? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, yeah, Trumpism. Anyways. Um, an interesting thing is that, that the car was not actually a Ferrari. It was like a fake body. Thank uh, fuck, kit. because yeah. that would have been half the budget in the air. <laughs> um. Well, the Ferris's <laughs> parents. Um, married in real life after filming, mm. so like you could say they had their own day off, <laughs> right? <laughs> but then they divorced in the year I was born. So yeah, um, um, in the, the movie, ch- yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was gonna say the Charlie Sheen staying awake things in here that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another thing is is Ferris laments not having a car in the movie. Right? He's like, he's like, I don't have a car. You have a car. It's a piece of shit. But I have to, you know, like. I have to be envious of your piece of shit. However, Ferris owns a synthesizer in his room, which in 1984 costs about $8,000. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that much for like a piece of shit fucking Casio? Well, they're yeah. not pieces of shit. Like... At the time, I don't think they were, but yeah. Did you ever used to like have them in like school where you used yeah. to... DJ, DJ, come on, DJ, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, buttons yeah. there, and you just fucked around on them. Just have, like, the entire drum kit on a piano. Mm, mm, mm. There's a lot of uh, improvisation in this, um, especially Ferris playing the clarinet, because he couldn't play it, but, like, he just picked it up on the set and just did it, and, uh, yeah, he actually tickled Miyazara's feet in the taxi mm. cab to make her laugh, and, yeah, she's... Yeah, she was actually like a seventeen-year-old at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, wait, she was eighteen. So he was—he wanted like an older girl to play her, but like she was eighteen, so he just went, "Oh my god!" And yeah, there's a lot of trivia. An in interesting here. thing here: this one, the final scene in the garage was shot in early fall, so each of the leaves on all the trees outside had to be hand painted green every morning before shooting. That's painstaking. <laughs> why would you? Why? Why would no one cares? Do you know what blows me away in this? Um, Cameron, the guy who plays him, Alan Ruck, was twenty nine. He's my age. Yeah, I mean, fucking Matthew wow. Broderick was twenty four, playing a high schooler too. Yeah, it's like. But twenty nine, bro. Like, I can't imagine playing a high schooler in a movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's very strange to me, especially with just the story playing at playing mm-hmm. a. You're a 30-year-old man playing... I mean, he's excellent in it. He's fucking great. He's like the best character, in my opinion. Um, because he's so multi-layered. But, um, 
I'm just putting myself in his shoes. If I was a 29 year old, like I am now, you know what I mean? In on that set. Yeah. I can't get away with that. I don't like a high schooler now. You know what I mean? I've got fucking, what do we call it? Crow's feet. No, I'm joking. Right. <laughs> you know, I've definitely put on weight as well. So it's, I do not look like a high schooler anymore. You know, I do look like a 30 year old, but, um, Charlie Sheen's character is actually called Garth Volbeck, and there was going to be a whole backstory to his character. Garth Volbeck? Yeah. Revealed that the Volbecks are a family to whom Ferris's mum was showing the house to in her job. And uh, do you know when uh, Ed Rooney's car gets towed away? It says Volbeck's wrecking service. So it's like Mm. everybody's interlinked. And apparently Ferris and Charlie Sheen's character were friends in the uh, eighth grade, but he dropped out of school. And that's why, like, Charlie Sheen's character is very sympathetic towards Ferris, if that makes sense. But, yeah. Um, Hmm. The hall scenes in which Jeannie is seen walking down the hall and the kids collecting money to save Ferris in the hall is the same hall from The Breakfast Club. Ah, of course. Whoa! Yeah. But I say, of course, because it's John Hughes, but wow, I never noticed that, to be honest. And uh, he wanted Molly Ringwald... Oh, no, wait. Um, John Hughes didn't let Molly Ringwald do it because the part wasn't big enough for her because Molly Ringwald was actually his muse. You know, the, mm. the orange haired lady from the breakfast club. Yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> jeez. Okay. The first edit of the film had a running time of two hours and 45 minutes. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and also there was a TV show of this. Really? Uh, yeah. 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 Um, one second. Let me get it up. I have to kind of cultural interesting. Input. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sequel, of course. Like um, Matthew Broderick didn't want a sequel because he's like, you know, what I mean, it's like lightning in a bottle, basically. Mm. Um, other releases, television series. Jennifer Aniston was in it, and it was cancelled huh. a few months after its debut. Uh, it was just called Ferris Bueller, the TV show. Weird. Yeah. And uh, suffered incredibly negative reviews and just, uh, yeah. But Jennifer Aniston was there. I think that was her TV debut, I think. I'm not sure. But she played Jeannie. She played the sister in that. So, yeah. Um, it had a TV show. Incredible, really. Hmm. Yeah, I n- never really knew about that. But, yeah, that's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, let's go on to ratings. Um, okay. What would you give yeah, uh, Are You want me to go first? Um, I'll go first if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I love this movie. I think it's a classic. Uh, I think it's grown with me. As I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, I think like my views on it have changed. Like in terms of like what I think of the characters and stuff, and who I sympathize with more, and um, characters I didn't understand when I was a kid, but now I understand more. Kind of you know because of life experience or whatever. I suppose you're gonna get that with every kind of. <coughs> Excuse me kind of coming of age movie you know when you're young you relate to yeah. like you know the young specific people. characters yeah. yeah um i just i love it. it it's a classic for me i love john hughes and i love like the worlds that he builds and the music and stuff and it's an 8.5 for me it's a classic i'll I'll just get into it it's it's great it's it's a good movie if it's on tv i'll watch it you know what i mean i'll, I'll sit and watch it and it's a family favorite, so I'm pretty biased. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, 
yeah, I love this movie. How about you, man? Um, for me, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out like where I actually fall on this movie. Yeah, and it's a bit difficult for me because it is a well-made movie. It is like, a well-made movie. Yeah, John Hughes knows how to put a movie together, and knowing that the original cut was more than two and a half hours and they cut it down to like an hour and 30 minutes like mm, mm. like how much extra shit was in this movie that didn't need there um that being said i fucking hate ferris <laughs> i hate that cameron is such a fucking just like he's such a doormat some of the 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 plot of the movie is not believable at all, and of course, like you know, it's like oh, you know, suspend your disbelief. Yeah, I get it, but for me, it it takes me out of the movie when nothing is believable, but you're presented it as like, oh, he just gets away with it. It's yeah, like no, yeah. it wouldn't happen because you've you've set this movie in a grounded setting, and then had all these fantastical things happen over and over and over and over and over again. And he just keeps getting away with them. And like, he never has any kind of comeuppance or whatever. And like, fine. Okay. Like maybe you're just, you know, oh, David, you're being pedantic. And yeah. Okay. I am, but I'm going to be pedantic because it's my fucking rating. So fuck you. Um, Shallow and pedantic. <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. But, uh, for me, like, I don't know. This, this movie is like, so eh, 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 like it's just meh. Like I like I, it does nothing for me. It's like a six. Oh really? Okay. Does like I can I can appreciate that it's well made. Yeah. But I don't like the characters. There's long stretches of this movie <laughs> where I just I find it just kind of boring. Like when they're you know when they're going about their day like doing shit and I'm just like I don't care because the main character's such a prick. <laughs> like I don't, I don't care what they're doing. I don't care that they go to the stock exchange. I don't give a fuck that they go to a Cubs game. I don't give a shit that they, you know, uh, what else? They go to the museum and they stand there and do funny haha poses. Like I just, I don't care. Oh, I do like that museum scene though, where he's like staring at the picture. <laughs> like, oh, and it gets like closer yeah, it and gets closer, closer and closer. Uh, that's a classic. Um, yeah. What else? But Whatever. yeah, it, it just it this movie does nothing for me. And I don't know exactly why that is. But for me it's just it's just it's just mm. a non-starter. <laughs> right, right. There's some good quotes in this movie though like I love when he says like the question is what are are we going to do? The question is what aren't we going to do? I've used that in my life, you know, and Yeah. And, like, how he describes Cameron, where it's like, Cameron's never been in love. No one's ever been in love with him. And if things don't change, he's going to marry the first woman he lays, and she's going to treat him like shit, because she will have given him what he has built up in his mind as the end-all, be-all of human existence, you know? And I know a lot yeah. of, like, people like that, you know? Oh, yeah, I, d I definitely knew a lot of people like the, that, too. There's a, there's a lot of good, kind of insightful quotes in this movie, you know? And yeah, I agree. But, you know. <laughs> that being said, as a movie, I don't find it super entertaining like this is ferris bueller to me is like the ultimate background movie where like if it's on tv i'll put it on just to listen to it but i won't look at the screen for a fucking millisecond what did you think of because the humor, i'll be doing though? something it's, it's, else there's funny bits in this movie you know what i mean did you find it funny like 
not really. Like, <clears throat> there, there was one part where I laughed out loud, and now I can't remember what it was, <laughs> but I laughed out loud, and I was like, that's really fucking funny, but uh... other than that one time, just like, maybe I'm just a joyless cunt. That might be the way it is. <laughs> joyless seaweed. <laughs> She just really dropped the C-bomb. Oh, mate. Yeah, all right. Um, Ferris Bueller's day on. Day off, sorry. Um, we're clocking in at an hour 20 around, so... Uh, uh, some of this stuff will get cut, but yeah. <clears throat> there's actually, like... I, I just want to move on to, like, next week, of course. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot that we're toting around. There's, like, the new Batman that's just come out. Mm-hmm. Um, Which you haven't seen yet, but yeah, I need to see it, and I've heard it's pretty good. Of course, um, yep. I've heard it's very good. Of course, Dan last week was saying you're going to be disappointed about this, but like I've I've heard that it's fucking phenomenal. As, you know, I I liked people. it quite a lot. Yeah. Um. There's also we mentioned doing a Jackie Chan movie, so we're going to sort mm-hmm. this shit out for next week. But we'll uh, we'll figure out what it is. But yeah, yeah. So everybody, that was Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. See you. Thank you.